Welcome to another episode of Ask Alika. Hello, Beth. Hello, Zion. How are we going? Very good. It's today. a good day to talk about digital advertising, isn't oh, it? Yeah. The State of Digital Advertising Report 2018 has just come out. Yes. Uh, Marin Software have released it. They're yep. a bit of a bit of a leader in this area. That's right. Now they have found. I mean, the report's big, right? So it's, I'm not going to go massive. through the whole thing. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to go through some of the highlights that we think are, yes. you know, really relevant and fascinating, pithy little takeaways. Key findings. Yeah, the key findings that I think a lot of people listening will resonate with. Yeah. They certainly resonated with us when we kind of went through big this time. and went, yeah, this is important stuff and it's it's very reflective of all the trends we're seeing. Big time. Which obviously means it's a good report. I Figure. Yeah, it's a really good report, <laughs> quite practical. And um, there's a couple of key findings. We'll go through them. Mm-hmm. Social takes the lead is the number one, is one of the findings. Mm-hmm. So it's the report says nine out of 10 respondents are investing in paid social media in 2018, beating the next most popular channel, YouTube slash Google display, by over 10%. Uh, marketers now see the need to position social as a key channel in their online customer acquisition strategy. Yeah. <sighs> It's I mean, the number on. of times. Like, yeah. It, it's been like this for the last 10 years. It's I, I do find this one interesting, but what I find interesting is that paid social media. So the yeah, number of times right. I've had a business owner or, or a client come to me and go, yeah, cool, I need a Facebook page. And that's just absolutely been the last thing they've needed. Yes. That's that's a very something I've heard so many times. And In that's the last year. Yeah. yeah, and it's just not true. Like a lot of people yeah. don't necessarily need a Facebook page, but the majority of people can benefit from paid Facebook advertising or paid Instagram yes. advertising or Pinterest advertising. You name the social media platform, there is potential for it to have benefit for you, whether it's even LinkedIn. If you're a B2B, if you're an engineer, if you're in a telco or, you know, any anything to do with business-to-business relationships, you should be doing LinkedIn advertising. Yeah, There's, and it is, it is, and like I said, it is talking about paid social media yeah. advertising. So it's not talking about organic, which is just posting, right, yes. organically. It's talking about spending money. On these So platforms. when you look at it that way, it, it does make sense because I, I'm the same. Like I have noticed that. When I talk to people, they are more willing to do it. Yeah, as opposed to two years ago, for example. Exactly. It was. It was. There was a lot of, and also that's. I think speaks to the quality of the platform. So two years ago, the Facebook ad platform was good. Oh, it was horrible compared to what it is now. Yeah, true. You know, it's come a very long way, and I mean, yep. it's kind of regressed a little bit with all of the third-party data being taken out, which is something yep. we spoke about a few weeks ago. But it's still, it's still got very good targeting capabilities. It's still now. really good. Yeah. Plus, they own everything. Yeah. They own the world. So they own Instagram. They own, I can't remember, but they own a bunch of other companies. Yeah, Facebook owns Instagram, WhatsApp, a huge amount of different yep. uh, platforms. So but that just makes it more powerful exactly. in terms of data collection. Exactly. So social media taking the lead for paid advertising does not surprise me yep. at all. So this doesn't surprise us also. We've got evidence to back this up, even as an agency. Mm. I don't know the exact figures, but um, social years ago, social paid advertising used to be a small proportion of yeah. our advertising spend compared to compared to uh, Google. Yeah, and now it's about fifty fifty. Yeah, which is phenomenal. The split, the right? split's very very different now. It splits very different because it it is awesome, and yeah. because social it's cheaper too. It was cheaper. <laughs> Because not as many people were using it. Exactly. You can compare that to Google yeah. Search or Programmatic or yeah. anything like that. And typically, social is quite a bit cheaper. That's right. Um, I do I do like it. You know, it's good. Absolutely. Know, get in front of the right target market. For sure. Number so, two. Number two. 
search and social are the fastest growing channels. I mean, what else is there though? Yeah, <laughs> as uh, we were just I discussing, does not surprise us. There's, you know, yeah. there's, there's and socials are the main online marketing channels. I'm not sure why that, that was a key finding, yeah. but okay then. Um, <laughs> bridging, okay, number three, bridging search and social is the top challenge for advertisers. So let me read this out. With the rise of Facebook, Linking together search and social advertising is the most cited challenge for both search and social advertisers. Okay. Yeah. This is interesting. It is. Attribution modeling <laughs> comes to mind. So, what it is saying, in my opinion, is that you have search, which is Google. Yes. Right? You can pr- advertise and in, in you can promote yourself through SEO. You can promote yourself through Google AdWords. Then you have social advertising, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. Yes. And people find it hard to bridge the two together and make them work coherently. Well, yeah, and to identify what which of the two is actually working better, because in isolation, it's hard to yep. it's hard to identify, and and also identify how, where they help each other. Yep. Because and that's a really key part of of attribution modeling, and that this this ties really closely in with the next point, which is closing the knowledge gap remains a challenge. So that was one of the the that was the fourth key finding of this. Uh, this survey and that, I mean, yeah, yeah. so obvious to us. <laughs> no, no, it's true. Let's go back to that one though, the bridging mm-hmm. search and social. Okay, there's two solutions to this in my mind mm-hmm. and we've talked about this but for those who don't haven't heard about it before, it's called attribution modeling. So mo- a lot of agencies do not do this and a lot of marketers don't do it. Um, implement attribution modeling in your marketing which means that you must track the relationship between all channels of marketing. Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, search, email marketing, marketing. it's a bit of work to do that. You've got to put in tracking codes, you've got to link them all together. But once you do it, what you're going to find is that every time a lead comes through, you're not just going to know where it came from, but you're going to know the steps before that. Mm. So you might get a lead and it came from Google AdWords according to your dashboard. But then if you do attribution modeling, you can click on another button. It's called attribution modeling in your analytics. You click on it and it will show you the journey to that lead. And exactly. it, the journey might have started from Facebook. Then the person went to LinkedIn. Then the person went to found you through SEO. And then AdWords, then it became a lead. Yeah. And that tells you so much more than just – like based on the, the first – you know, result, oh, this came from AdWords, you might think, cool, I just need to pump more budget into AdWords because that's yes. where all my leads are coming from. But if in actual fact you look at the the deeper layer of data and see, well, actually, even though this lead came from AdWords, this particular lead, they visited my – they saw me on Facebook and visited my Facebook page four times before that. So that tells you a huge amount about where all of that that brand value and exposure is happening before someone turns into yeah. a tangible lead. And if you were to just rip out all of your Facebook advertising or strip out all of your organic social posting on Facebook, that could massively impact and to, huge. to its detriment your, your AdWords campaign. So it's, it's about having all of the data, not just yeah. some of it. So that's the answer to that one. So that's mm. a challenge, but implement attribution modeling and 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 the other thing i would say is um this is a little bit more challenging to do especially if you're a marketer not the business owner but it's possible is if you're getting uh leads from your organic it's being able to measure the leads that are coming from organic social marketing Mm. search you can you can measure it somewhat through the analytics but i do find organic social media uh, roi harder to to track yeah so the way I do it with my personal brand, for example, is I actually manually do it. So mm-hmm. through my LinkedIn, for example, I've yeah. actually worked out, I've actually secured a hundred grand worth of business in 10 months, direct leads from LinkedIn, 
and there's more that came indirect indirect um there's more that came in that's indirect kind of work yeah so there would linkedin LinkedIn would have been an attribution Uh, yes that's right so linkedin would have been part of the journey but in terms of linkedin being the main part of the journey Mm. the last touch point 100 grand in 10 months. But I would not know that unless I had an Excel spreadsheet and actually calculated all of it, which I've actually <laughs> old done. Old school, old school. So, you know, sometimes you do have to go old school. If you do a combination of attribution modeling, which is the automated way of doing it, plus old school to fill in the gaps, then you're in a good place. Absolutely. So Absolutely. that's number three. So number four is closing the knowledge gap. And this is something – so closing the knowledge gap remains a challenge. And this – we see all the time and particularly and this is one that I think you can speak to quite strongly Zion because what this particular note says is yeah when it comes to attributing ROI it's very hard people uh, advertisers don't feel they have their expertise required to deliver successful social campaigns particularly when it comes to attributing ROI and I think if you're not the owner or a high level of executive at a, at a company, yep. it is it is harder it's to be hard. across that, isn't it? Yeah, and and here are the okay. So because I'm the owner of this company, it is easier for me to to track the ROI of our social media marketing. Yeah, right. So I'm across all areas of the business, and I see and I talk to everyone um, in the business. So for me, I've got an Excel spreadsheet, and I actually track a lot of this stuff old school. So we've got the new ways of doing it through the systems and all that. That's actually the best way, but I've also got this kind of like backup spreadsheet, mm. right? And the backup spreadsheet is good for the things that you can't automate. Yes. So I can talk to Bernard, my business partner. I can talk to you, Beth, mm. right? You do some of our sales. I talk, you know, I've obviously got my own stuff, and I can track backwards, and I'll actually write it down. Like, mm. oh, this person, he, they saw our Facebook, they were blah 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 blah. Therefore, it, you know, this is the ROI journey. Yeah. Exactly. Most marketers, like you said. They can't necessarily do it. It's very hard to empathize with them. So a couple of solutions, I think, and Beth, you're really big on this. I think HubSpot's really good for this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Having a really good CRM system Mm -hmm. and kind of getting all your BDMs. Like if you're a marketer, getting your BDMs to use CRMs in the right way. So firstly, pick the right one. So Mm -hmm. HubSpot seems to be really good. Um, And getting them to to put as much information as they can, which is okay. If you got the lead and you've plugged it in there, where where do you think it came from? Right, um, and then linking your CRM to your Google Analytics, exactly. And HubSpot can actually do that quite well. So those are some solutions around it. And then the old school way as well. Like if maybe you don't just do this for every single deal that's come through, but you know maybe for the big ones, you can actually just ask the BDM to say where did this come from? What was the journey? So old school method, uh, you know, a combination of both. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's again something where an agency like Alika, we we do help in closing that knowledge gap because we're in this all day, every day. Yep. And that I think that doesn't surprise me that this is this is a challenge for marketers and advertisers because if you're only in it some of the time, it's so fast moving. There's so many new tools and, and yeah. metrics and ways of doing things that are constantly coming yes. out. So if you're not in it all day, every day, like our guys are and like we are, it can be very hard to feel like you're closing any kind of knowledge gap because the gap just seems to keep getting bigger because they keep releasing yeah, more tools that, and that's- and and that's the other thing like it just changes all the time yeah so it's very hard to keep up unless you're such a nerd and but you also have to have the time yeah so i like because it's my business right i've got vested interest and i love this stuff i will i research every night and i listen to podcasts like a maniac but not everyone has the time to do that not everyone owns a business and should be doing that so it is a challenge 
It is. It, it really is. The other thing I'll say, sorry, it's going back, Beth, is that this is an example of ROI being attributed to social media but being hard to track unless you ask the question, right? Yes. Had a, had a uh, business owner of a, a cleaning business come to us years ago, it was like four or five years ago. Uh, had a chat. He was very comfortable and he said, look, part of the reason why I'm comfortable, actually the biggest reason is because I saw you guys on Facebook. <laughs> I saw you guys on Facebook and it made me feel comfortable because I just saw you on Facebook. You came up a couple of times. Oh, no, you came up once. And that ended up being a massive deal. Wow. But how, am I, how, are we, how are we supposed to track that unless I asked him the question? Yeah, or unless exactly. I got that from him. Yeah. So you do have to ask the question. And if you can develop a system around asking the question, that does help. Yeah, yeah, some kind of sales process that, that incorporates yeah. that super useful. And that one piece of information actually legitimizes all the expenditure that we had made on social organic in that whole year. Yeah, exactly. In fact, for three years, it would have paid it all off. So, you know. There you go. So number, f- number five. five, yes. You love Here this comes style. Amazon. Here comes so Amazon. So I'll read this out. The majority of respondents believe Amazon and its digital advertising options will impact their business in 2018. Conversely, only one in five advertisers view the e-commerce giant and its digital advertising options as a competitor. They're unlikely to advertise on. Yeah. Amazon's huge. And it's the problem. The thing is with Amazon, it came to Australia a year ago. But, but it's been very slow to adopt. Yeah. I think people have kind of lulled themselves into a comfort zone. False sense zone. of security. Yes. It's fine. Amazon won't affect us. Yeah. And I think Amazon, I mean, they're going to dominate. It's just a matter of time. They're probably not focusing on Australia because we're a small country. Yeah. But not it's going to Not many people happen. here. <laughs> Comparatively. Exactly. Yeah. Definitely going to be a big one. And then the next one, number six. So the last of the, the key findings that we'll go through is video is increasingly important but creates a new set of challenges. And oh my goodness, we have seen this. Yep, big time. It's so prevalent. The number of, so we build a lot of websites and the number of times we've had the request, can we include a video widget? Can we include a a video banner? Can we include just all these requests for video content to be built into the site, but without any content to back that up? So without any thought of, Okay, cool, but have you done any video production? Do you have any high-quality video content that you could put on the site if we yep. build the functionality into it? Yep. And it's it's such a it's such a missing piece that I'm that yeah. we're seeing. No, there's such a good one because like you said, Beth, like Beth, Beth, I, um, sorry, video has actually taken over. Like it, it dominates. It does really well because it's engaging. Yep. And you know, people can be lazy with it, don't have to read, but also the platforms are preferencing video content. All of the algorithms preference they really video do. over images and text. They really do. So that's why you see more videos on Facebook, on Instagram, on LinkedIn. I, There's a reason for I it. I love video and I love that with iPhones. It, it's so easy now. Yeah. The, now, what you said is true. The challenge is that most people don't have content. Mm. They don't know what to do. Yeah. And even vertical video is a thing now. IGTV. Yep. So there's a whole other type yeah, of video vertical, content vertical. you need to be factoring in. So yeah. it's not just a one size fits all anymore. That's right. And, and you know, and then people being in, getting people to be in their own videos is tough because people don't want to be out there. So that's the other challenge. Yeah. Right. So you've got the technology challenge. You've got the um, time challenge, obviously. You've got the people don't want to put themselves out there challenge. Uh it's such a big, awesome thing, but there are a lot of challenges. Yeah, so does not surprise us one bit, this one, that, so that's uh, true. that it has come up as yeah. one of the key findings. It's it's definitely something we're seeing and, and something that we're putting more time into as well, yeah. you know, helping our clients create that video content yeah. because it's just necessary. It's yeah. really hard to, to do well if you're not, yeah. you're not creating and that. And B2B and B2C, it's awesome. Oh, yeah, in both, absolutely. And to give you a practical case study for my personal branding stuff, 
that hundred grand in ten months LinkedIn that I've been doing, um, I think half of that or sixty percent of that those deals came from videos, the videos wow. that I've been doing, just iPhone, whiteboard or screen, just yeah, yeah. educating people on things. There you go. Um, so it works. It right? does work. B two C and B two B. So look, hope you enjoyed that. Scream through that. Um, put all yeah. the show notes up as to where the digital report is. Yep. Have a look through it yourself. It's a big, it's a big document. So this, a, this might be enough for you. The clip uh, notes. It's a fat document. <laughs> yeah. So um, look until next Tuesday. Peace. Thanks, guys.